Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right, here we are on a Tuesday evening. Tuesday evening. I have a, a, a jingle in my head right now. The fault of our uh, regular listener and long-time, long-time listener, long-time caller, Daniel, who put this jingle in my head. I've been calling a local politician here, a commie, and I'll tell you why in a few minutes. And we're going to have someone on to talk about our local commie. We have more than one here, but he's the worst. And so Daniel had tweeted me earlier, actually just before coming on tonight, Kami, 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 Kami Chameleon. Remember that, remember that song? Kama, 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 Kama Chameleon. So now I have that in my, in my head. I'll try to get it out. If not, I'll just blame Daniel. You know, whenever I'm preparing for the show, I'm thinking, all right, what am I going to talk about tonight? What's on, what's on the agenda? What's on the menu to talk about? I think, okay, this is one issue I want to talk about. That's how, I don't want to bury the lead, so I want to start with this. But then something else will happen that will get me even more enraged that I totally forget <laughs> about what I wanted to talk about. And uh, this is a, a thing that may not happen if you live in if you live in Texas or Georgia or Arizona or Florida, but living here in San Francisco, it's a it's like a it's a never ending cycle because you get the national stuff that bugs you, right? Stuff that happens nationally. Let's say that a, a congressman might talk about or Biden might do, but then you also have the local. No, wait. Then you also have the state stuff, like Gavin Newsom constantly doing stupid things and annoying things and counterproductive things, uh, and then you have San Francisco City which is constantly doing things to drive people out here and destroy the city. So, you know, as I'm going through everything today and I'm looking on my Twitter feed, once again, that's probably the mistake, but I have to do it. I have to go through my Twitter feed because I do a show five days a week. If I didn't do this show five days a week, if I didn't do, you know, basically what, 10 hours of talking every week, I wouldn't have to constantly look at what's happening. But in order to have things to talk about every night, Monday through Friday, I have to go through my Twitter feed. And so I'm going through my Twitter feed today and uh, I see a video by a local Board of Supervisors member that, that's considered the city council, all right, where in most places we call it the, for some reason we call it the Board of Supervisors here, like it's a Batman movie, a superhero movie, the Board of Supervisors. And so one of the Board of Supervisors named Dean Preston. Now, this guy annoys me the most. And there are some personal reasons for this also. But mostly it's it's just politics. But he was like a he came in office on Bernie's coattails. All right. It was Bernie's coattails that swept him into office in San Francisco. And back at the time, as everyone that listens to this show knows, I was a big Bernie supporter in 16 and 20. And so I met Dean Preston because, you know, at that time we were both Bernie supporters and he used the Bernie momentum to get elected here in San Francisco. And I remember when I was deciding maybe to run for mayor here, you know, he, I, at some point I had put out a message saying I'm, I'm applying or I'm running or I'm filing forms. And he said something like, 
well, have you done it or not? Let me know what you're doing. And it's like, fuck you, man. I don't got to fucking tell you if I'm running for mayor or not or what I'm doing or if I've filed papers or if I've paid the fee or whatever or I've gotten the signatures or if it's official or not. I'll tell you when I want to tell you. Anyway, so it's a lot of stuff. And also, I was able to adjust my beliefs. But he really doesn't have any beliefs that are his own. He's using the progressive coattails of Bernie and the constant progressive uh, drumbeats here of the progressives in order to stay in office. He plays to that cabal. He plays to the progressive cabal. That's all. We don't really know what he actually may think or not. But he is the worst at it. He knows his district is shit. His district is like a total shithole, cesspool, third world country garbage town. And yet he keeps on getting elected because he plays to these people with stupid shit like he did today. Domestic is going to come on in a second and talk about this also. And something else which is going on at the SFO airport here, which I didn't even know about until 10 minutes ago when he told me. But on the Dean Preston front, so he puts out a video today walking past City Hall. It's really it's really a shame that we have one of the nicest looking aesthetically city halls in the world, certainly in the country. I don't know about the world, but in the country. And yet it's filled with such which is which is skeevy people anyway. So he says today I'm announcing legislation to limit use of guns by security guards. We must amend the local law to prohibit guards from drawing weapons just to protect property. Human life is more important than property. So now what he wants to do once again is to make it easier for people to commit crimes. Now there might be people who are thinking of committing crimes and say, oh, well, that store has an armed guard. And I don't know, I might be a little afraid he's going to take that gun out. So I, I won't rob that store. But now forget it. No, even that little bit of protection, even that little bit of resistance is now taken away. So Dean Preston and I'm sure many others, I'd be shocked if this didn't uh, go through, want to make it easier for the criminal element to be criminals, to commit crime. Once again, all these commies want to do, all commies like Dean Preston want to do, we saw this over the last three years, is legislate the every move of, of citizens, of law-abiding citizens and police. They want to legislate our every move. So now when it comes to these security guards, they want to be able to say, oh, you can take your weapon out in this case. You can't take your weapon out in this case, all which I think would lose in court. I would think it's totally, totally unconstitutional. But what, so what's next? They're going to, they're going to legislate when these security guards can go take a piss break. They can't piss until 5 p.m. Is that the next bit of legislation of commie control they're going to try to put on everybody? So they're trying to constantly control police department and law-abiding citizens. But criminals, they have free reign. Criminals can do whatever they want. They want to make it easier for criminals. As I've said before, as I've said before, looting, robbing, stealing is a violent crime because it causes stores to lose money, therefore go out of business, therefore people who work there lose their jobs, Businesses have to close and the cities become third world country shitholes like the one I live in right now, San Francisco. So these are violent crimes. No one forces you to go rob a store. No one forces you to go loot a store. How about this? If you don't want to maybe get a cap in your ass, don't be a fucking criminal.
How about that, Dean? So let's bring on Domestic here. Talk more about this. Because I know you put up this <laughs> posting saying this was total intellectual dishonesty. And you're right, it is. Mike, you're on fire today, as uh, almost always. Um, yeah, you know, I, I get progressively more irritated with uh, these hey, all comp- pro- Yeah, Progressively, you've made a... <laughs> yes, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, of course. I get more and more irritated with these all-encompassing statements such as life is more important than property or even if it saves one life like we've seen with vaccines, right? In theory, they sound very good. In practice, they have devastating devastating damaging consequences if you take if, if you take the charade, the veal uh, the veil of this, the veil of the virtue signaling off, and you look at the substance, you look at the core, the pragmatic core of it, and the consequences that it has. It's, uh, it's, it's really damaging. And it's just like, it's the same thing over and over, but from different angles, the same types of statements, the same types of hero, heroic statements of life is the most important thing. But in the end, they're very damaging. Like they say, all, all, how do they say it? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Yes, right. Yeah. Good intentions. So, um, but so, you yep. and I know this is all to play to his crowd because you look at his district and the district of many of these liberal supervisors. And as I've said, they're shitholes, piss and shit in the streets, fentanyl, people bent over, people talking to themselves, hitting themselves in the head. It's a fucking madhouse. So they know. They can't win based on results, so they have to do these ultra-liberal, ultra-wacko-progressive things that play to the fucking morons who vote for them, right? Yep. I mean, that's yep. what it comes down to. Yep. Yeah. Yep, there's no, there's, no, there's no way. Because, again, it sounds so poetic. Life is more important than property. And, you know, as harsh as some of these comments are on, 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 on Twitter, some of the people who say that some lives are worth less than a pack of gum, they have a point. The fact of the matter is, this is a violent crime. These are violent crimes. Yeah. These are violent crimes. And the fact that we have to stop these violent crimes. They're violent because they take away people's livelihoods. They take away biz- people's businesses. They take away people's jobs, their ability to feed themselves, their ability to feed their family, their ability to not become homeless. And they stop a city from being a thriving city. They make a city a third world country, post-apocalyptic shithole like this one has become. So this is violence. It's violence against society. And if that security guard, if, if there's even like a one percentage thought one percent thought in the back of the criminal's mind saying this security guard might take his gun out i'm not going to do this it's worth it and by the way domestic this is all based on as you know the incident that happened a couple of weeks ago at walgreens right where the security guard shot and killed a, a a uh a robber a thief however that's not why they didn't take the gun out they didn't shoot them for robbing they shot them because they tried to kill this person. The yeah, yeah, yeah. God was defending their life. They weren't defending that property. They were defending their own life. So this is totally disingenuous from Preston. 
So I want to draw a dis- the relevant distinction here. If they want to have a rule of saying you're not allowed to draw a weapon in response to somebody stealing something from a store, that's fine. But don't disarm the guards because it's a deterrent and it also provides protection to the guards. Maybe they need a little bit more training, more guidance, but uh, no to disarming them. No, but his, this whole thing of, of, of controlling everyone's moves, you can't tell someone who's a security guard or a police officer when you can't. Oh, I'm sorry. In this case, you can. In this case, you can't. When you have no actual real world experience of being a fucking cop or a security guard, you can't have people led. You can't have governments legislating our every move. You saying you can't do this in this situation. You can't do that because then people are just going to freeze. They're not going to be able to do anything. They have to think, oh, wait a minute. Does the legislature allow me to do? Can I take my gun out? Can I take my dick out in this situation? Can I pee now or do I have to wait two hours to pee? Because Dean Preston wants to legislate every fucking thing I can do. I don't think this would even be constitutional. I don't think a city council can make a law of when a police officer or security guard can and cannot take out their weapon. That's going to depend on the person and whether they feel they need to at that moment whether the police officer believes they need to draw their weapon or not. The security guard believes they need to draw that weapon or not. You can't have a city council saying we're going to we're going to legislate. We're going to mandate when you can and when you can't. Who the fuck do these people think they are? <laughs> really? Who do they think they are? All they're doing is making life easier for criminals, for criminals. That's whose lives become easier with this kind of legislation. They cheer this legislation on. They love these people for this kind of criminal-friendly legislation, which is what it is. You don't have this legislation anywhere else in this fucking country. You don't have it in Georgia, in Arizona, in Florida, in North Dakota, in South Dakota, in Illinois. Only fucking here. You don't have to go that far. You can go 10 miles away and the legislation is very different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just in yeah. this shithole. What do these people think? What does Preston think he is? He's a fucking genius? He's thinking of something no one else has thought of? Oh, how groundbreaking San Francisco is. Yeah. Go out and see how fucking groundbreaking this fucking city is. He's got to be kidding me. There's a reason no one else does it, because it's fucking stupid. That's why no one else does it, because it's fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's counterproductive. And it makes crime easier. That's what it does. No one else in this country wants to make crime easier in their city other than these fucking commies in this city. I'm sorry to yell at you. It's okay. <laughs> I'm more emotional than you are. You're more, you're more logical. You're <laughs> it's not. Um, I know you're not yelling at me. Um, but Look, I'm um, knocking everything over here now. I'm so upset. <laughs> um, let me say a couple of words about this new thing that we've heard wait today. Minute, wait, wait, before that, before that, yeah. before that. So where is the hope? I believe we were going back and forth with a nice guy on on Twitter named Kevin Dalton. Is that right? And I think he's in Los Angeles. And he had said something about, makes perfect sense, logical. People have to vote for different people, right? Yeah. They have to vote these people out. Domestic. Give me the odds Dean Preston is voted out next year. It depends on who is running against him. It's all relative. It's, it, it can't be a conservative. It can't be someone who's a conservative. That's it can't true. be someone who's anti-crime because it's obvious he knows that the people in his district, even though it's a total shithole, are pro-crime. They don't want it to stop crime. They want him to make these laws, which, like you say, 
have great sounding sentences like life is more important than property. Yeah. But they don't really want him to improve his district. They don't want to make they don't want him to make his district safer. This doesn't make it. Who does this? Who does that make safer? Domestic. Who does this make safer? It's safer for the criminal because the criminal yeah. doesn't have to worry about getting shot. It doesn't make it safer for you. It doesn't make it safer for the clerk at the store. It doesn't make it safer for the store owner. It doesn't make it safer for the security guard. It makes it safer for the criminal to commit crime. That's who it makes it safer for. Right? Going back to your question, we know that your opinion, my opinion, everyone's opinion is relative. It depends on what our alternatives are. We change our opinion about Trump after, you know, depending on the circumstances. The same with Dean Preston. We need to see who is running against him but historically yes they get the most money the most endorsement even if they have a reputation of being terrible somehow like aaron peskin has been sitting for so many years right and somehow these people keep getting reelected, no matter how bad of a job they do because they're constituents so we have to just admit <laughs> domestic yeah we need to just admit that we're surrounded by morons yeah they're, they're morons the morons who never 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 learn a lesson no matter what never never because there are morons who learn a lesson no so what, what, what and, needs to happen yeah. domestic do i need to be really mean what needs to happen what needs to, does their mother need to get raped does their father need to get shot does their brother need to get robbed what needs to happen to these fucking uh, their people? businesses should be shut down for two years and then oops oh no that doesn't that doesn't was, work either that doesn't work yeah that that, that doesn't work i don't know what will i don't yeah, know what will. no nothing will work because they are part of a cult and plus of a cult you can't see logic you can't see reason you can't see right from wrong all you care about is your cult your fellow cultists and your cult leaders here's another problem people who want to vote differently know it's hopeless so they just move so you're left with a higher concentration <laughs> of people true. who vote yeah. the wrong way that's true that's absolutely yeah. true people will leave i will leave I, i'm leaving I'm eventually going to leave. You are, you are surrounded by the self-selected group of people, and that group becomes more and more concentrated and pure. And then there are the few of us that are still stuck here until we can leave, and we have all we're left with is hating these people. Because basically. we're masochists. Sadomasochists. <laughs> okay, so tell me about this crazy SFO thing, which I didn't even hear of. Yeah, real quick, because Daniel is waiting. Um, Daniel, Daniel, he'll be there. He's not he'll waiting. be there. He does not go anywhere. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so um, on Chrome 4, they said it's already a done deal. It's already in place. They see There is a cooperation agreement between CDC and SFO where they have machines already, special machines to test wastewaters from the airplanes for potential new variants so they can more expeditiously develop new vaccines to deal with those variants. Can you fucking believe what they're wasting their money on? Okay, so they're testing the wastewater. Yeah, of the arriving airplanes. On the arriving airplanes, the wastewater, right? For new variants. So you mean the variants in people's shit? Presumably, yes. Where's their proof that there's COVID and shit? I I, I guess wastewater shows you urine and, uh, you know, shit potentially can show you bacteria. I don't know. It just sounds another another scheme for money laundering through CDC. Or they have to spend the money they haven't spent. Haven't they, like, saved, like, 90% of the money that they've had, the COVID funds? So they probably have to 
spend it on something. Like universities have to spend the grants yeah. on something. Maybe right? so some of the Ukraine money that hasn't been spent yet. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. Once again, here we go again. Here we go again. So San Francisco knows something the rest of the world doesn't know. Only SFO is doing this because they're what they're brilliant. They're they're again. It's the virtue signaling. They're saying they want to be the first ones to circumvent new variants with new vaccines if they need yeah. to develop new. You know vaccines. how we circumvent new variants? Get rid of all these people by get forgetting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's how we start. If we if we eliminate all the branch Covidians, there's no more COVID. I think that's yeah. the way to go. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. When I say eliminate, people can have it in their minds what that means. But we need to get rid of them all. If we got rid of them all this would go away. That's the, that's the answer. I know it's overwhelming. It's never going to happen, but that's the true answer. And as you said, it won't go away because they don't want it to go away. Right? Yeah. People celebrate that Rochelle Valensky is resigning. How do we know that someone worse is not going to be appointed? Of course it's worse. Redfield Hello? left and Walensky came in. She's worse. Yeah. So who, why is there, why do you know what? The only hope is that Ron DeSantis in January of 2025, you have to take the oath, dismantles the CDC, totally fires everybody, breaks it down, and starts over again. That's the yeah. only way you're going to get real change. One could dream. One could dream. Ron's going, baby. Ron's getting going. How about all that legislation in Florida? Oh, my God. <laughs> did you see another a, a piece of legislation they did today? Was a billion dollars more for teachers? to give teachers raises. I thought Democrats were the party of teachers unions. Yeah. I thought he's doing happened. and they're talking. He's doing and they're talking. Exactly. Literally. He's doing yeah. and they're talking. And it's one one great thing after another. I'm getting getting excited. I'll, I'll buy you a uh, DeSantis 2024 hat. Regardless of whether he's running or not. Okay, Daniel is waiting. Let him talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get out of here. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Right, Bye-bye. Oh, Daniel. Daniel, domestic is worried because he knows you have to get up early and go to Harvard, Yale. Where is it? Oh, Berkeley. Sorry. Not Harvard, Yale. Jesus Christ. You know how long I've been waiting domestic? <laughs> I know. Exactly. Now you got that fucking jingle in my head because you sent me that tweet. Kami, 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 chameleon. <laughs> I mean, it's... A... Yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm planting those earworms. Yep. Oh, is that, that's the 80s, right? 80s, yes. Come, 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 But no, I mean, it's, first of all, I'm sure you have something to say about testing the shit water for COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we really need to test for one of the 200, uh, only, only one of the 200 viruses that cause the common cold. That's, that's very important for this. That's, that's what we need important. to be doing with our money. I tell you. Yeah, oh, um, what, what I really called to, 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 to tell you about was a call that I made to um, my neighborhood, uh, the Marina Safeway grocer, um, to tell them just how bad a neighbor they are. Uh, I, I just opened up with saying, it was saying, I wanted, when I got the manager online, I said, I want to tell you just how bad of a neighbor you are. And he says, um, okay. <laughs> so I explained to so I explained to him, I said, look, uh, every time I go in there, I see people stealing merchandise. They walk right back. They walk in with an empty backpack. They walk out with an empty backpack. Your security guards do nothing. Uh, <coughs> you, and this is said to him, you, and I mean you personally, 
you know, when I was talking to the managers, I said, are attracting criminal activity to our neighborhood. These people would not be coming. These addicts, these thieves would not be coming into the marina neighborhood if it were not for your store. Your store is the nidus of this criminal activity in our neighborhood. You are the worst neighbor that anyone could possibly have. And I said, just like the, the uh, wharf Safeway, which just went out of business because of crime, I said, if we lose Safeway, I am going to say good riddance because you are just, you are no different than someone that's producing crack next door to me in their home. Good. Was there any response or were they just dumbfounded? You know, no, no, no. He said, well, that's certainly not our intent. And I said, it doesn't matter what your intent is. What matters is your behavior. Yeah. And your behavior encourages this type of activity and you know it. Do you think there's any doubt in the world that if someone, if there's, security, if there's an armed security guard, right, and they're not, most of these people go through a process and so you know they're not insane. It's not easy to get a gun not being a cop, just being a security guard. You have to go through a lot of background checks, psychological checks, all that stuff. So these people are pretty sane. The ones I've run into are really actually cool people. Um, but what do you think the odds are if people were stealing stuff and that security guard simply took his gun out, right? Then he'd have to point it at them, just took his gun out and said, put that fucking stuff back. I guarantee you, everyone would put the stuff back and word would get around. You know what? They're not going to they're not going to uh, accept this kind of behavior in this city. So let's go to another city and do this stuff. That's what would happen. And it would happen in about a year's time, maybe less than a year's time. That word would get out if every store had an armed guard and they took that gun out and put it by their side and said, put that fucking merchandise back now. Things would change here's the very thing, quickly Mike. here. Yeah, here's the thing. They wouldn't even need to come anywhere close to even doing that. Most of these people that are walking into the safe, safe room marina and stealing stuff, these are addicts. These people have the muscle mass of a 12-year-old prepubescent boy. Any one of their security guards could take these guys down in a matter of seconds. For the most part, but that's physical confrontation. I don't think they would actually need any kind of physical confrontation. All you need to do is take the gun out and hold it by your side. You wouldn't yeah, even have to go. I'm, yeah, you wouldn't have to go within thirty feet of the person. Is what I'm saying. So to be yeah, zero y- yes, physical and, confrontation. And, yeah, yeah, and, and that could cause, potentially cause problems. What I'm just saying is, it's a lot easier. It it would be no more difficult uh, than grabbing a twelve year old by the ear and saying, "Put that crap back." Well, not because always. That is, though, what I, the, that is what these 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 people they're they're wisps of human know. beings. They're wisps. I know, but I've seen some. I've seen some, I've seen some big people. I've been, I've seen some, I've seen some big people stealing things. I have. You know? Yeah, you, you may, you may have seen some large people stealing things, but the majority of people that are stealing in Safeway and grocery stores across this city are addicts, and they are, and they are tiny, they are tiny, cachectic people. They may, they, you may have run into one that's six foot, six foot two, whatever. They've got no strength despite their size. They're, these people are, there's a reason they call them wasted because they are physically I don't know. In, in the old West, if someone tried to steal, they probably just shoot them. They probably, that's probably the best way to go about it. But let's put, if you want to be a little bit less confrontational and uh, violent or whatever it may, you may want to call it. I think in the old West, what would happen was people would try to steal things and the sheriff would simply take the gun out and say, put that stuff back. And they would. 
And that's the way it should be again. Once again, if you go back to the Old West and the way things were done, like everyone can carry a weapon, not concealed, where you see it on your hip. There was a lot less crime. There was a lot. It was actually much more civilized. This whole perception of the wild, wild West isn't really true. We have that now. We have the wild West now. Criminals can get away with whatever they want to. How, how, how is it more wild West than what we have now here? It's, in, it's totally Wild West. It's everything goes. It's law of the jungle. Yes, basically. of course. We've never seen anything like this in this state no. or in any state in, in the United States ever. Has they, have we ever seen anything as lawless as this? Never. Uh, but, but, but once again, um, you, you don't need guns to handle these people. You know what you need? You could you could hire people that were that were decent grapplers, people that might have done, uh, done uh, competed in high school wrestling. Yeah, they, but they they could take these people down no, in a matter of two seconds. I understand. Them, wait for wait for police to I come understand. and hand them. But over. once you have, I get this. But once you have the criminal element, people who will brazenly go in and rob things, I always have to have the assumption, even if it's just a, a very small percentage of them, that they are armed that they're armed because they're criminals and criminals get guns. They, they, they can use, they can use their judgment. You can look at these people and you know that they can't afford a weapon. If they could afford a weapon, they'd be selling it for their next pop of fentanyl. If, uh, Daniel, what I'm telling you is regardless of what you're saying, if I'm a security guard in a store in San Francisco, I want a gun. I want to have I, a gun. No, I'm not arguing. Yeah, I'm not right. arguing with that at all. Right. All, I'm, all I'm saying is, you really don't have to go there. They are being they are being so damn lax at many of these grocery stores with enforcement. Really, all you would have to do is say, "Put that shit back," and if they don't, you pin them. You really never you have to get anywhere close to drawing a weapon. That is how permissive these people are being, and that's that's the point I'm trying to make here: is that they are being so damn permissive. Why are we even talking about guns at this point? All they can do is all they would have to do is tap, grab them by their earlobe and say, "Put the shit back," and that would that would be it. That would be they would be done with this shit in, in San Francisco. Maybe, but that security guard at Walgreens tried doing that, and the person attacked them. Well, and and in that case, like I said, I'm not saying that people won't and don't need weapons at time. I'm saying just in the vast majority yeah, of cases. And, and look at what that army veteran tried to do in New York, and now they yep. want to indict him. Yeah, yep, no, no guns, yep, no guns. Yep, 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 one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm, I, I am for both. For, for, for in, I would sing these guys' praises and their defenses in both cases. Uh, you don't, you don't go in and you don't steal shit. Uh, that that that's how that's how you get yourself in situations. Like yeah, this. that's what and, I'm saying. If you're not a saying, right, if you're not yeah, a criminal, Daniel, Preston, if you're and, not a and, criminal, and, why do you care if the security guard has a gun? Yeah, if you're not and, a criminal, Dean Preston is 100 percent wrong when he says that property is more important than life. And that is simply not true. I agree. If, if 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 you if you allow people to steal property, they will continue, and they will continue, and they will continue. Until you have nothing left that is worth living for. Hey, Daniel. Don't tell me that, that property is more important than life. Right. Bullshit. Our lives are we, devoted. Wait a minute. To, wait a minute. To, to, Why do we have laws in most normal places in this country that if someone breaks into your domicile, you can kill them? Exactly. Exactly. Whether they have because a gun or weapon or not. Meaning, in normal places, which are most in this country, they believe that that property is more important than life or as important. Because they understand the moral yeah. hazard of it. If if you go along saying that, oh, 
property is, 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 a life is far more important than properties. Therefore, we must be permissive of this type of activity. Then all you do is get more of that activity. Everything escalates and you get more violence in the end. That's 100% right. And, yes. and, and, for them, and for them to not understand this basic dynamic of moral hazard is just so naive and juvenile. I mean, this, this pasty-skinned, weak-minded Dean Preston, the guy, I said he needs to be tired and feathered. He, he, needs, to, he, needs, to, he needs a good beating is what that fucker needs. Whoop. I don't condone that. I don't condone Hey, by the way, you he, said he, he, he invites this shit into my neighborhood. <laughs> I, I, I'd be glad. To, I'd be glad to, to get in the fucker's face and push. Let him me over tell you head. something. Let me tell you something. Well, if he throws a punch at you, you have every right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if he throws the first punch, maybe you. Maybe you could use oh, your that mouth. Skin shit maybe you could use your mouth. Anything. Maybe you could use your mouth to entice him to throw a punch, and then. Everything's fair game. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. After, after that. Yep. Yeah, no, that, 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 that pasty skin son of a bitch isn't I noticed, anything. I noticed, you know, you're funny, Daniel. Out. Daniel, you do a seven-day suspension on, on Twitter for saying the same thing I said a year ago, yep. that Dean Preston should be tarred and feathered. We both immediately got week-long suspensions. Then you come right back on Twitter, and your first tweet says tarred yep. and feathered. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Were you testing say, the algorithms? Is that what you I was testing? I was te not only testing the algorithm. I'm, I'm also testing uh, Elon Musk. I should, I should have, I should have directed it to rate, rate at him, but instead he just mentioned him by name. Um, th th this, th you know, he's, he's he's got a lot to fix still. Well, you know um, what? If you're I using think... idiomatic expressions like tarred and feathered, and that gets you booted automatically, they got problems with the. But well, wait a minute! You know I've been complaining lately about that thing where if you write a word like shit or fuck, you get that pop up. Yep. Remember, I I I yep. I, uh, I complained, and about forty people retweeted my complaint to him. Well, good. But wait a minute! So today, every 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 uh, tweet I put a curse word in, it didn't come up. Uh huh. Maybe he got rid of it. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe he finally cuz he's if you go on your um not on your phone, but if you go on your computer, your laptop, you'll see they change the design of the site today. They do he's doing he's doing some changes. He's he's doing some changes. So my guess is he actually he is listening to people on some of these things. So you might want to keep it up, you know, because it it really that's silly. That's a silly thing. It really is. First of all, everything has, should have to go through uh, an employee at Twitter, right? Everything should ha everything that's flagged by their robots should have to go through an actual employee before a person gets a timeout. Right now, like you said, that doesn't happen because you were immediately suspended by the algorithm, you know? So that needs to change. It needs to, if they want to flag it and it's sent to an employee or maybe to Elon himself to look at, that's one thing. But it should have to go through a human being first. How about if we pay? Uh, uh, let's let's uh, ask uh, Dean of uh, Preston if it's okay if we pay his home a visit and take a few things that we want because hey, property, life, no comparison, buddy. Well, unfortunately, with someone like Dean Preston, it depends on who the person. If it's you or I, no, he would. 
do something to us or call the police. If it was a a person who's indignant, you know, who's who's down on their luck and has a tough life and is homeless or a drug addict, well, maybe he'll let them get away with it. But you and I, he would never let you and I get away with it. Dean never. Preston isn't letting anybody get away with stealing his shit. He loves his shit. And the money he makes, unfortunately, he can afford more and more shit. Yeah. That's the that's the real sad thing when you look at the amount of money that these charlatans make. It's like, oh my goodness. It's like they, they have found a way to basically just be grifters, right? One hundred percent. Grifters this is what this guy that's yeah, this, this is what this guy sees his job as being is grifting. Yeah. They're just on the grift. That's all they found a way yeah. that there's a city where that's so corrupt that it pays its politicians more. Then the city's tw- 20 times its size. So who the fuck wouldn't want in on that? You know, all you got to do is carve out that niche. And like I said, Dean Preston is one of the prime examples of someone that used the Bernie Sanders momentum in San Francisco yeah. to get elected. You know, come, come to think of it, how, how many people vote in the tender line? What is it like? Two of them? I mean, most of, yeah, most of them. It's probably a very out. low turnout, man. It's probably you incredibly mean, low. Yeah, I'd be shocked. Just- if the turnout were more than 20%. Yeah, jeez, oh, I'd be shocked if it was that much. Which means, you know, Unless well, you take a look at the numbers. Out. It doesn't It doesn't take many votes to win. It doesn't take yeah. many votes to get elected. Yeah, they're it's, probably it's, handing out uh, handing out uh, clean needles and, uh, and, and here you can vote at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah exactly. You know, so, you know, so that's the situation. But... It's not going to change while we have the same. It's you have to basically. People say we need to change the leaders, new leadership, but not really. We need to change the entire citizenry, the entire population needs 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 a change in order to elect better people. Right? That's what it comes down to. You know that that could happen. Actually, I mean, we are seeing San Francisco take a historical slide that, at this point. There seems to be no plan, um, no, no no plan that can be reasonably be expected to succeed to um, to arrest this slide. I mean, we are seeing more and more people leave this the city, and the tax base goes down, and they can't pay uh, they can't pay police, they can't pay fire, they can't. Uh, instead, they're talking about crazy ass reparations. That's what they're spending their time on. Bart is in trouble. Um, big time. Um, Muni's in, in, in big time trouble. The city has lost. I mean, they, they, they just lost a three quarters of, a, of another. Oh, God, what was the big um, uh, um, uh, tech business that three quarters of their employees have been lost over the last two weeks? It was just announced today. I, I, I made a post of it. Anyway, they keep losing uh, stores in Westfield Mall. Um, oh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's just it's sliding yeah. down and down and down. And I have. None of us in any state um, has has ever witnessed anything like the fall of San Francisco. N- nowhere at any time in this country, it, it, since since its since its inception, have we ever witnessed the fall of a city like this? Except for maybe maybe Detroit, but it happened. Detroit that happened over decades. Oh yeah, this, much more. This time. is three more. years. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The, Yes. I mean, obviously, the drug, the, the, the homelessness, the, the crime and stuff was building before 2020. But obviously, the COVID mandates just 
you know, blew the top off. off the thing. Yeah, blew the top off exactly. Now we're looking at Century Theaters and H and M store may also leave the mall as well. So it's basically one by one, one by one, this, one this, by one. This Marina um, Safeway, I don't see any way that it, that it stays open. Yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, if the one in the wharf just just uh, one mile, literally one mile away, um, had to close down due to, due to crime, where where's that crime going to go now? It's going to all shift over to the marina. This, they're toast. They're they're absolute toast. Hey, you know what? Liberals, they 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 have found a way to get rid of like these big mass shootings in malls. Just get rid of malls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the malls closed down. Have oh, yeah, 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 there's something yeah. I wanted to talk to you about before you leave. You sent me a video of Scott Jensen, the doctor yeah. from Minnesota, who ran from governor. Now, I know it's Twitter, and we live in short attention span theater here, so it's 18 minutes long. But people should take a look at Scott Jensen, J E N S E N, the doctor from Minnesota who ran for governor. He put up a video earlier which is 18 minutes long, which talks about the flawed COVID-19 testing and also other stuff, right? He talks about yep. the, the, uh, um, the, the, the vaccine efficacy, a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, oh, oh, asymptomatic spread. He talks about that also. Yep. So give a little recap, if you can, of what Dr. Jensen said. Well, that, that was the big thing. The big impetus of, of the whole um, video was about the asymptomatic spread and the overestimate, overestimation of that. Um, there was a WHO official, I can't remember her name, who came out and said early on that uh, asymptomatic spread is extremely rare. And those were her words, extremely rare. The next day, the WHO is trying to backpedal the whole thing and saying that she backpedaled. She didn't backpedal. The who was trying to backpedal for her, but it was absolutely the truth. It's extremely rare. And and the, there was a study that was done with very little uh, um, uh, interest, I should say, um, given to it uh, that, that that came out um, over a year ago. And it's the one that Jensen is talking about um, showing <coughs> uh, showing just how much asymptomatic spread there was. And it was probably somewhere less than four percent. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's minuscule, yep. minuscule yep. amount. And, and yep. what did they do? And, and, and that was their whole reason for forcing people to get vaccines. It was their whole reason for forcing people to wear masks. Yeah, they lied. The whole reason for lockdowns was the lie of asymptomatic spread. The number that sticks in my head is half. They said half of the spread was asymptomatic. Yeah, it, and, and that was in a, a, a it, what they didn't say what. It, there was a simulation paper. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. I remember this paper so well. And they pulled out of their ass, literally pulled out of their ass. And I mean this literally, pulled out of their ass this 50% number. And it, and they quoted those three references, three citations for this 50% number. And if you follow those three citations, they didn't, there was no supporting 50% number for asymptomatic spread. Of those three citations, one of them said it is so low that we can't estimate it. The other one took a crack at it, and it was down in about the 4% range. But these fuckers just made up, pulled this shit out of their ass, literally made this stuff up, and it got published. Mm. A reviewer 
it's just this, it would have had at least two reviewers of this paper. None of them bothered to check something as outrageous as an assumption like 50%. Are you fucking kidding me? And the thing got published. So that was the, and I, I've spoken about this many times over the last year and a half on this podcast, even before on Twitter, is that the whole driving force of much of the COVID hysteria lockdown and so on and so forth was the silent spreader the silent spreader sounds like a horror movie right that was the whole impetus for all this you never know you you don't you could be perfectly fine you can feel right as rain and kill your grandparents how many times did they say that shit you could kill your grandparents not even knowing not even knowing so we knew that was total bullshit but they needed daniel they needed that. That's something they have never, ever had with any other virus in the history of mankind, right? This silent spreader narrative. So exactly. that was everything for them. You do not spread upper respiratory illnesses when you are asymptomatic. It just doesn't happen. We knew, we've known this for freaking forever. And they pushed that asymptomatic spread and the novel virus, the novel coronavirus bullshit early on. Frequently, often, I mean, it was it was all you ever heard. All you well, ever heard was novel, 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 and anybody can spread it, even if you're not sick. Anybody can spread it. Asymptomatic spread, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we talk we talk frequently about the mercenary uh, journal, but mercenary journalism. This, this to, to JFK, uh, the RFK Jr. was talking yesterday about um, uh, eliminating. Um, <laughs> spending <coughs> like pharmaceutical companies on advertisement. That is something that definitely needs to happen in this country. We need to 100% to arrest the influence of pharmaceutical companies on journalism in this country. The fourth estate is dead, whether they, whether they pass this or not. But we've got, to, we've got to eliminate that from our television screens, from our cable news networks. But Fauci, I remember this clearly in February of 2020. They were talking about asymptomatic spread. And he said, and I'll quote basically, he said, asymptomatic spread is something we don't really worry about with these kinds of things. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what he said in February of 2020. Yep. So what happened? And just like with February masks, and March. Yep. And just like with masks, the CDC and, and, and the NIH all of a sudden they're singing a different tune months later because they want to generate as much fear as possible. So Fauci knew in February of 2020 that silent spreading is bullshit. It might be like you said, two or three or four percent, which goes into his comment of we really don't worry that much about. He didn't say we don't worry at all. He said we don't really care about that, meaning it's such a small percentage that it's not a big deal. But what happened then between February and March and April when we're not we don't really care to it saying, oh, half the people are killing everyone when they don't know it. So, yeah, what, 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 what happened is that Fauci started getting more and more and more concerned that his gain of function experimentation. Exactly. That's a big part that, of it. That's a very yeah, big that, part. That it was that it was going to come back to him 
And so he's doing CYA and he figured the way he was going to CYA is just make people so fucking scared that they won't go out of their houses. And that is somehow because he's an idiot, because this guy is, is not a scientist. He, he did a two year residency after medical school and that was it. And then he went into administration for the rest of his life. The guy has never done any science his entire life, but he wanted to scare the fuck out of people because he is so ignorant that he thought that you could arrest the transmission of something as as undeadly as unsevere and therefore highly transmissible as a coronavirus and, and he really the son of a bitch really thought he was going to cover his ass this way yep. <laughs> obviously it was a big freaking fail that just shows how stupid this man is yeah it's a, it was a, and once again the fact matters those of us who were saying this like you me domestic listening in a lot of people most people who listen to this podcast when we were writing these things in, in March, April, May of 2020, we know what happened. They were taken down and our accounts were eventually suspended if we did it too many times. So they knew they were lying because if they, in other words, if they thought they were telling the truth and they were on the right side, they wouldn't care about what anybody else says. But they knew they were lying and if they didn't want the truth, people to know the, the truth. Answer. I'm sorry. I said, if you're telling the truth, you don't need to censor. Of course not. Of course not. If you're secure in what you're saying is truth, I don't care. In other words, if I write something on Twitter and I know it to be true, I don't care about the comments I get. I'm not going to stop deleting the comments if people disagree or saying, you know, you're full of shit, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I know I'm right. I'm secure in what I'm saying. And you can say whatever you want. But we, they, but the fact is, they didn't want the information coming out, so they didn't want, forget about Micah Chopley and, and Daniel and domestic. They didn't want Jay Bhattacharya, Marty McCary, you Scott know, uh, Peter McCullough, Scott Jensen, actual doctors. They didn't want actual doctors. They didn't want them, their their beliefs, their knowledge to get out there because it would spoil their narrative. So they just deleted them. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Francis Collins, I mean, God, what a despicable human being that guy turned out to be that he would side with somebody like Fauci and going after people like Jay and Atlas and Jensen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, what despicable human beings. How, it, it, and now uh, Walensky, uh, she, 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 she quits. Um, she's probably going to get some cushy job at Pharma because they, they know that she's their bitch. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think Rochelle ever has to worry about money or position because she really showed. You know what I'm saying? She's got that. Uh, it's like that great suction, baby. You know, <laughs> she she she's. She gives she gives great big pharma. Let's put it that way. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> she gives great big pharma. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. So she's set for life. She's set for life. No problems for her. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no question that that uh, she's already been taken care of a lot long ago by them. So she's already been serviced by them a long ago. Yeah, <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah, yeah and no vice versa. One hundred percent. Okay, yeah. that's Daniel. That's thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. So. Um, what I really wanted to talk about an hour ago, what I had all planned to talk about before <clears throat> Dean Preston, the local board of supervisors, commie bullshit, is I actually want I should have I shouldn't have even talked about Dean Preston because he's a nobody. 
But if you want a somebody, you got Tucker Carlson. What have we been talking about here the last couple of weeks that he might be doing something with Elon Musk? And it's going to happen. So we learned today, Tucker put another video uh, watched by millions on Twitter today talking about exactly. He, Tucker was talking exactly about what I was talking about yesterday, that when you're working for like a major corporation, you really can't say what you want. So when you're watching cable news, you're not really seeing the truth. You're, watch, you're seeing the filtered, the filtered stuff, right? And you can't say everything you want. And they, they control the narrative, right? The, 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 the uh, corporate America, the corporations, the big conglomerates that own the media companies control the narrative. And you have to watch what you say or like Tucker, you're 86. So but he said there is a place where you can tell the truth, when you can say what you want, where you're not going to be censored because they believe in free speech. And that's Twitter. So Tucker is working with Elon and they're very close to coming up with a format where he's going to do his show on Twitter. Tucker Carlson simply said, we're back. And if you go on Tucker Carlson, I won't play it, but it's a, it's a video where he's talking about what's coming. So boy, there's a lot to look forward to in the next couple of months, right? We're going to get DeSantis running. We're going to get Tucker doing his show on Twitter. And so we talked yesterday about his constraints because of his contract with Fox, but he's really going to go after Fox. I think he's also going to sue them. So this is big stuff. This is really big stuff. I do want to read a tweet by Jimmy Dore. He said, still the only mainstream journalist to tell the truth about the Ukraine or allow anti-war voices on his show, including his own. Remember, Tuck Carlson was fired for telling the truth about important things like war and corruption of news media by Big Pharma, not lying about them. Welcome to Twitter. So this is going to, I think Elon is looking to start like a whole media conglomerate on Twitter. Who knows? Maybe this podcast will move to Twitter one day. I want to see exactly what they're doing. But this is big stuff. This is big stuff happening here. And it's very, very exciting. And I can't wait to see what happens. And uh, I think I mentioned yesterday that the ratings across the board in Fox have collapsed. They've totally collapsed. That could go down in history as the worst firing ever for a major news company to get rid of Tucker Carlson. I think it will absolutely destroy Fox News. And if this thing on Twitter works, you're going to probably see more and more people going on Twitter and doing shows, you know, and it's going to be probably there's going to be a, a monetization process. I would think someone like Tucker will get paid by Elon, right, because he'll bring so many people in. He'll bring so many more people to Twitter, even who haven't even been on Twitter. So I'm guessing he'll probably pay Tucker, but I'm sure they're going to set up some kind of a system where you can do a show and monetize it. And, uh, you know, big stuff, big stuff. Tucker can have, like he had great coattails at Fox. We're seeing now Tucker had extremely important, powerful coattails at Fox. He could have that for Twitter also. And he can bring a lot of the people who used to watch Fox now onto Twitter. It was a terrible, terrible move by Rupert Murdoch. But we're seeing more and more of this now from these 85, 90-year-old people who are still in charge of things and why they probably shouldn't be in charge of things. You know, it's like, don't they say there are both ends of the spectrum? Like when you're 95, it's like you're two-year-old. Right? You have to be taken care of. Yeah, you know, you've got to go into a home. You have to have people taking care of you and feeding you. So 
if a three-year-old couldn't run a company, why should a 95-year-old be able to run a company or the country? It doesn't make any sense to me. This common sense says, you know, if an infant can't run a company or the country, that uh, an, uh, an elderly person shouldn't be able to do it either. I don't think there's any ageism there. I think it's just like common sense. I mean, there, there are plenty of years in between when you could thrive, right? 15 to 75, it's a lot of years, 15 to 75, right? You got 60 years, you have six decades where you can thrive as a person. Why do you have to continue to run things when you're declining? And what we see, these people who are running things as they're declining, they're running them into the ground. Rupert Murdoch is running Fox into the ground now. Joe Biden's approval is the lowest of any president in eight decades. He's running the country into the ground. Donald Trump is a total mess. I do want to talk about Trump. You know, I hate defending Donald Trump. I really hate it. But these fucking liberals like Eric Swallows, you know, Eric Swallows, right? He's the one who eats Chinese food. He likes Chinese food. He's good at that. He goes on Twitter today. Once again, I open my Twitter feed, and the first thing I see for some fucking reason, I don't follow the guy, is from Eric Swallows saying Trump has been uh, convicted of rape. And I go, what the fuck? What happened? I didn't know there was any any criminal trial going on with Trump and rape. Well, of course, there is no criminal trial. There was a civil trial with that E. Jean Carroll. Uh, I don't trust people who go by a initial as their first name. Anyway, E. Jean Carroll, she had this kind of civil suit uh, against Trump. Trump claims he doesn't even know who the fuck she is, but she won the civil suit. So <laughs> he wasn't convicted of rape. He, he, was, he, he, was, he, was, he was judged as liable lawsuit, meaning money, okay? He has to pay money and he'll probably appeal. He claims he doesn't even know who she is. Now, this is not just an average person on Twitter, a troll who hates Trump, who wants to try to needle him. This is a congressperson, a very high-profile congressperson from California who actually goes on Twitter and says Trump has been convicted of rape. You have to be an extreme scumbag, a total fucking little weasel, okay, to say something like that. You're in Congress. You're, isn't he a lawyer? He doesn't know the difference. He knows the difference. He's just trying to be a troll, right? He's doing exactly what he said the president, what he hated the president for, trolling, right? Saying things that were untrue. How less true can that be than what Eric Swallows put out today on Twitter? How, how, how low? What a low life. And this is a guy who... If you don't know what I mean by he likes eating Chinese food, he had this commie Chinese spy chick use him and get information out of him and didn't even know it. The guy's such a fucking moron. He didn't even know it. And this guy has the has the balls to talk and say Trump was convicted of rape. He's a convicted felon. Go fuck yourself, Eric. Look at this fucking shit state I live in with these scumbags, these slimy fucking American psycho type politicians like Eric Swallows and Gavin Newsom. This is what I have to deal with here. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to start out with a question to you, okay? I want you to be perfectly honest. You're a very knowledgeable man, okay? I consider you very knowledgeable. Thank you. All right. Do you think that Trump – let, let me be fair. Even Biden or any current president or former president can actually get a fair trial 
of any kind, criminal or civil, in this country? I don't think they could. There are too many people who hate them. H- how? How would a president or a former president, or someone is, let's, let's put it this way, someone as divisive as Trump or with an approval as low as Biden, get a fair trial in this country? Is it possible? Well, I mean, okay, let's, let's, when you're talking about rape in a civil setting, it's pretty hard to get a uh, judgment for liability because it's a he said, she said, especially that many years later. Right. So the fact that they came up with a judgment, now he, like you said, he'll probably appeal it. Well, unless you're a hated president who they want to fuck over. That's what I mean about fairness. I mean, you and I might get, might get a fair trial, but people just hate Trump. We saw that grand jury crazy woman going around all over the newscast saying i hope he i hope we i hope we get to indict him i mean people just hate him so that's what i'm saying i don't think he can i don't think biden could get a fair shake there are too many people on the other side who hate him i i I just don't think Mm -hmm. it's fair i don't think a president in such a divided country where people of one party totally hate and despise the other person can get a fair trial. I think it's very difficult. Very I, difficult. This is a button for me, Mike, so I may not... I understand the point you're making, but Trump's got like 26 women who've made accusations against him. He walked in on the teen beauty pageant when these girls in the changing room multiple times. He took, bragged about grabbing women, you know, oh, where look, else. So what once, you again, end up is, once again, I hate to be his lawyer. I'm not trying to be no. his lawyer. I'm just wondering in general... If any political figure of that stature can get a fair trial, that's all. That's I all that's uh, well, you know, that's up for the issue. There is his attorney uh, and the work his attorney can do, and what might happen in the appellates. Uh, uh, any jury pool can be biased, but um, it seems to me, and I don't know. Do you know the amount of the libel that he was held? Uh, oh, the judgment? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see the amount. I didn't. But but he said, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, once again, I hate to be his lawyer, but there there has been so many. And you have to admit this, Bill. There have been many witch hunts that have not panned out against Joe against, against the Donald Trump, right? The Steele dossier, Russia, 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 lots of stuff. So oh, yeah. it's I, he said, I don't even know her. I mm. never even met her. Yeah, well. So I, That's, uh, I don't know. I mean, do you believe him or not? I don't know. Do I believe Donald Trump? In this <laughs> no. case. I'm not, I'm not. I don't believe Donald case. Trump. My opinion of Donald Trump is all you have to do is watch uh, the fact that he was his associates were involved in sex trafficking, Epstein. Let me say another thing. When... It, when <laughs> But Epstein knew everybody. He was wealthy. They, uh, they ran in the same circle. Look, you know, wait, do you want to talk about different sides of the political spectrum and they both were buddy-buddy with Epstein? You got Donald Trump and Woody Allen. <laughs> the guy knew everybody, right? Yeah, but the, wait a minute. Did you ever, did you know, ever hear Whitney Webb? Um, she's a reporter who wrote two volumes on um, uh 
the second volume was Epstein to present. The prior one was yeah, like yeah, prior right. Epstein. Right. You know, you've got the Ghislaine Maxwell's Robert Maxwell, Roy Cohen, who was Trump's mentor. Um, they were all involved of Leslie Wexner, uh, you know, Victoria's Secret, um, who there's actually testimony. Uh, what's your name? Maria Farmer, who was one of the victims in the Epstein, uh, uh, I don't know what to call it, sex trafficking cartel. Um, she was with, uh, interviewed by Whitney Webb. You might check that out, Mike. Unlimited Hangout is Whitney Webb's site. Okay. And, and plus, there's lots of videos. If you okay. check out BitChute, uh, hashtag Whitney Webb, BitChute is a video platform. Right. All, yeah. All I'm saying, Bill, I don't think Epstein is a good guy. He's a horrible man, along with Ghislaine Maxwell. But I don't think every single celebrity or wealthy person who had anything to do with him is a pedophile. I mean, these people I didn't know. say that. But I mean, Har Harvey Weinstein, right? A lot, a lot of people knew him. He had a lot of friends. Doesn't mean everyone knew he was raping women. Maybe some people did. Maybe most people didn't. I don't know. But well, I can't say that everyone who ever like, put their arm around yeah. him knew <laughs> what he was doing. People, oh. Bill, bad people hide these things. They yeah, hide but Cindy McCain, right? Cindy McCain came out and said that everybody, in her words, everybody knew, and I'm, when she's saying that's obviously John McCain's wife, yeah, surviving yeah. wife, yeah. that everybody knew what Epstein was doing, but they couldn't get any uh, authorities uh, to do anything about it, because of course there's the inference that he was working uh, for the Mossad um, intelligence and trying to trap and frame people in some type of compromising scenario. But um, it, it seems to me, Mike, there's, um, let me just say, there's a lot more accusations that the girls made now that were uh, uh, groomed and trafficked. And they involve, uh, and I'm just repeating what, I heard uh, Whitney Webb's interviews. They involve um, Ghislaine Maxwell and um, let's see, I keep getting the daughter and the mother. Ivanka, Ivana. Ivana is the daughter, right? Ivanka was the mother. <laughs> I, I keep getting them confused. <laughs> names Ivana, are too close. Ivanka, Ivanka. <laughs> the, the wife, the first know, wife was, Ava yes. was Ivana, right? Ivana, I think so. yes, I believe. Right. I think so. That Ivana and Gasoline would go out and recruit girls as long as 12 years old to bring back to parties that Epstein and Trump were at to sort of like supposedly like talent assessments or something. Mm. You know, but so there's a lot more to this that you, you haven't heard. And, and you know, there's, uh, Whitney Webb did all, uh, when she came out with her two volumes, um, she did a lot of interviews, you know, a lot of different uh, hosts uh, had her. So you can Going back to my original point. Right. You can talk about whatever you want. I don't care. But my original point is I wouldn't even be talking about Trump today or defending him at all mm -hmm. if Eric Swal Swallows had said the right thing and didn't lie and say he was convicted of rape. He wasn't convicted of rape. This so is he lied. He's a scumbag. And scumbags need to be called in their lies. Even mm -hmm. if they're lying about something where there's some truth involved, right? Tell well, the truth. Here's, people often do this when it comes to civil uh, libel. No, he, didn't, uh, he didn't. He didn't misspeak. He's a lawyer. 
He's a politician. And people like myself corrected him in his thread, and he never corrected it. All right. Okay. Remember the Alex Jones trials? Everybody said he was convicted. I heard that over and over and over. There was no criminal. The community standards on Twitter put a announcement, put a disclaimer saying that Eric is wrong. He wasn't convicted of a crime. There's no convictions in civil. Right. Right. Let me just... I mean, a congressman should know that. A congressman should know that. I'm not defending him. I'm not defending him. Don't take what I'm saying as out of context. People often, for whatever reason, associate a civil libel award, for lack of a better word. But a congressman should know the difference. I agree with you. (laughs) Yes. I mean, come on now. They're They're all lawyers. Most of them are lawyers. So if Mike Chopley, who never took one law course, knows this, then Eric Swallow should know it. He was just trying to be a troll, Bill. That's all. Well, that's, yeah. it, it, listen. It, You're a rapist. I, You're a rapist, Trump. You're a rapist. You know, he was being a troll. That's all. That's what it comes down to. Don't, but, isn't it yeah. a sad state of affairs that we got Joe Biden, who likes to, you know, nuzzle up to young girls and God knows what else, and the uh, the, the uh, uh, his daughter's... Um, um, Taking showers according with her in an inappropriate age, according to the uh, her um, diary that somehow got disclosed. We have two men, and this we often see this in people in positions of power to really, as Trump said, you know, when you have a lot of money, you can grab them and the you know what and and do this and that. They 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 brought up in a scenario where. They can get away with this, and and uh, and it's it's sad. And uh, people settle with gag orders uh, often, Mike, because even with the Catholic Church or anything, because yeah. it's uh, it's a he said she said, but also they drag you through the mud. You, know? you know what, Bill? Yeah. I know. Let's put it this way. Let's say I'm a person who wants some easy money or whatever. I know that Donald Trump is an easy target. There are plenty of uh, people who are looking to get him, right? There are plenty of lawyers out there, district attorneys out there, whatever it may be, who want that little gold star to put on that they got they got him on something, right? A lot of juries will hate him because people hate him. He's hated. So why not take a chance at this point? In the environment right now, you probably got a good shot at beating him in court, especially in a civil case because, Bill, you know that in the civil case, the, the – the, uh, uh, criteria for winning is much lower. It's a preponderance. Preponderance of evidence is right, much lower. Than the people don't case. know. Yeah. Preponderance is subjectively 51% or more, which of course is totally subjective. You can't even get people to agree on yeah. proof beyond a reasonable but doubt. There are a lot of you know. ambulance chasers out there who would take a shot at this, at this point with someone who's so despised. And right away, you'll know you're going to have most of the left-wing media on your side as well. So pushing that narrative. So look, look, I don't know. Once again, I don't know the facts of this case. All I know is that it was a the the the, the result was a verdict of a civil kind, not a criminal kind. Right, right. And I want I want a congressperson who was always complaining about misinformation. This fucker is always talking about misinformation, right? He despised how Trump did this kind of thing that he just did today, and yet he's doing it, and he's a hypocrite. And he should be pointed out as one. 
Yeah, I I don't have any admiration for majority of the politicians. No, I know. You know. <laughs> You've made that very clear. Yeah. Times, so. <laughs> like, I just keep saying, follow the money. Where, where they get their campaign money from, and where are they investing? And they're they're you know. Yeah, look at their campaign puppets. finances. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Sure. And yeah. that's how you track any crime. <laughs> You know, yes, so. look, look who they're getting their money from. Yeah, yeah. Big, that's a huge part of it. But people don't – here's the thing, Bill, and this has been the case. I've complained about that for a long time. People don't mm. take the time to look, and the right. journalism is so bad that they don't do it for the people. So pe- they, all these people, all these congress, all these politicians get away with this shit because they can bury it. No one, no one dares to look. You might, but most people don't. I, I – I know that's true. You know, it's been said, if you want to make a lot of money, just follow the stock trades of Nancy Pelosi. You'll get rich. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yes, that's a very good point. Why? Because they're all tipped off in congressional committee hearings. What, what's happened, what's going to happen. You know right. what I mean? And it happens yeah. both sides of the aisle. This, this, this is something that should be illegal, but it's not, you know, what did Truman say? Show me a politician that gets rich and I'll show you a crook. Wasn't that what he said? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they all come in. Miss McConnell wasn't loaded. Very few of them are loaded when they come in. Well, maybe that's not true, but a lot of them didn't have anywhere. And they, 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 what do they get paid? One hundred and seventy grand a year. Bill, let's put it this way: if they are loaded when they come in, they're twenty times loaded when they leave. That's what I mean. And they shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't be. It's not based on their salary because they gotta, they, they need two residences, one in Washington and one wherever their home state is. So, you know, it's not like they, if you, whatever, unless they're sleeping in their office. I don't yeah. know. But, or even still, the amount they walk away with, like I said, it's clearly due to, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, bribery, <laughs> legalized bribery. You know, what, what right. else is there? You know, yeah. stock trade tips. Yeah. They're supposed to be illegal. So this is the problem we have. So, you know, I wanted to talk to you about, um, you mentioned early in the show, nature called me, I had to put the phone down, but early in the show, you, <laughs> I got my timing pretty good. Nature's waking me now on a regular basis when you have your show mic, so, you know, I can call <laughs> in. But, you see, who needs Big Pharma when you have this show? <laughs> yeah, I was talking about Big Pharma, just for the audience, I'm on the East Coast, so what time is it now? I think it was a three, three, your time. Yeah, yeah, it's 12, I'll do a time check. Twelve thirteen Pacific, three thirteen Eastern. Yeah. So now you know this is you know this is what happens when you're in your sixties. You get up in the middle of the night and you got to you know you tinkle. You know. I'm only fifty one, Bill, and uh, I've got the issue myself. Right, right. <laughs> doesn't get better, Mike. It doesn't get better. <laughs> oh, great. Oh my God. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a walk while I'm doing the show. I'm gonna take a walk to the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> 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 don't do it don't do it <laughs> hey i'll get my highest ratings ever <laughs> we'll have to send the angel what yeah, was the angel exactly. after to save you oh, the movie it's a wonderful life with clarence we'll have to clarence. send clarence after clarence. Yeah. ring a bell so um anyway again oh gosh i just saw a piece in an email, I'm signed up with a line of Judea, and the headline was Naomi Wolf. You know who Naomi Wolf is? Mike, she's uh, the doctor, yeah, yeah who was yeah. banned from Twitter several times. Her and 
uh, what's his name, Mark Stein with GB. Yeah. And just got sanctioned by whatever the governing body is in Britain for, mm-hmm. uh, did you hear about this? Because yeah, misinformation, COVID vaccine, misinformation. Yeah. She's the one who had over 3,000 medical experts examine the first yeah. tranche of Pfizer dumps, and she pulled back the veil in all the Pfizer trial uh, uh Vaccine adverse events, miscarriages, birth defects, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just alarming. So, uh, you know, Bill, this this really burns my ass because so Rochelle Walensky, Joe Biden. So the head mm. of the CDC, the president of the United States and mm. whatever the fuck Fauci is, he um, they all, all three of them said that if you get the vaccine, you're not going to get covid and you're not going to spread covid. It ends mm. with you. That's not vaccine misinformation. It is totally. It's absolutely insane what these people are getting away with, and yet they yeah. are claiming that Naomi Wolf, who was saying that the vaccines would not stop the spread, when she was right, yeah, she's the one who was spreading vaccine misinformation. Huh? It's it's Orwellian. Up is down, and down is up. That's and, exactly you know, it. That's exactly right. And you must deny what you hear with your ears and see with your eyes. It's totally Orwellian. With this absolute insanity, you know. For those who don't know, there was a in the European Union there was a Pfizer woman executive. I forget her name. Who, when she was questioned, they acknowledged they didn't even test the vaccine uh, for for stopping transmission because she said they had to move at the speed of science. Word salad, whatever that. Means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The speed of science, speed of light, speed of sound. We're moving I mean, just make something up. And meanwhile, like you said, they all promoted it was going to stop the transmission and they enforce these draconian measures. And I, it's absolute insanity. And not only that, it, it doesn't prevent you from getting sick either. That's the no. other thing that came up. Nope. You can't. Nope. Because anyone, for, for those of you who don't know, if, to prevent a, a respiratory viral infection, you'd have to increase the antibodies in the mucous membranes in your nose, mouth, it's exactly and eyes. What, did, you, did you see the Scott Jensen video today? No, go ahead. What was Scott that? Jensen, the doctor from Minnesota, it was saying exactly that, that the virus mm-hmm. is in your nose, in the back yeah. of your nose, and the, and the vaccine is in the bloodstream. That's right. And it's two totally different things. Absolutely. So that's why the vaccine didn't even stop the spread, because while it's yeah. located in your in your nasal area, mm-hmm. the vaccine is just the antibodies in the blood. Right. And, and there's no connection between the two. So absolutely. they knew from day one that right. these vaccines were not going to stop the spread, yet they mm-hmm. lied. They didn't misspeak. The information didn't change. The science didn't evolve. They no. lied. To sell the vaccine. Yeah, knowingly, willingly, it's a completely fraudulent. uh, The whole thing is a total fraud and shocking because I I don't know what else to say other than I just. I am flabbergasted. I mean, I'm, I'm gabsmocked. I'm, I'm, what's I the right word? You know, I don't know what else to say. It's just unbelievable. It's it. Crimes against humanity. Let me get to Plumpy. There's someone okay. named Plumpy who wants to talk. Are you, are you excited to see who Plumpy might be? Do you know Plumpy? No, but <laughs> maybe tomorrow we could talk about the World Health Organization. Um, uh, yeah. Definitely. Remember we talked, tomorrow. we mentioned we'll talk that. Call in early in the show. If you if nature calls earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right I'll, usually nature wakes me and i gotta go hit the, the head first yeah. before i can call you yeah. you know what i mean so. <laughs> bill thank you I all right, the call. as always man as always all right, all right all right we have someone who goes by the name 
Plumpy. Hey, Plumpy. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> All right. How's it going? <clears throat> I guess okay. I'm just waking up. Uh, just had to take a quick pee and figured. Another one. Up. I'm getting all the people who nature calls. That's my yeah. audience. The audience of nature calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Uh, Where are you located? Are you on the East Coast? Uh, definitely not. I'm in the Midwest. Oh, Midwest. All right. A new time zone. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yes. Central. How are things uh, going out there in the Midwest? Uh, uh, I mean, in my life, I don't know. My neighbor just passed away on Saturday, which was uh, not fun. Was but, he a young uh, guy? Was it unexpected? No, no. He's probably about uh, 60. That's young. That's not old. Yeah. yeah. That's very young. Did, I say, did I say old guy? No, I, I asked if he was young, and you said no, about 60. But I think that's young. Yeah, that, that is young. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Absolutely. That's terrible news. Yeah. Was it the was it the vaccine, you think? Mm, I, <laughs> I wasn't really going with that angle, but uh, I'm just yeah. saying all these young people are dying, a lot of young people. That, yeah, you yeah. Know, that excess mortality is up. It's up, you know, so um it's gotta be no, something. I, I think he had cancer. So well, well that would be did, a different story. He did, but it it's just crazy how fast it happened. I mean, I was just, uh, I don't know. Well, that's the that's crazy bad. thing about cancer is that it can be like really fast or years, right? So it's very, very odd. Yeah. Depends I mean, on how, well, I guess it's not that odd. I guess that science depends on how fast it moves. It could be very fast moving. It could be very slow moving. So, you mm -hmm. know, but that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, let's see what I have brought up here. Uh, let's see. One of the, the something while I was, I brought up this book called The Illuminati Formula Used to Create an Undetectable Total Mind Controlled Slave by Fritz Springmeier and Cisco Wheeler. You ever heard of those characters? Is this a, a newer book or older? No, no, this is, uh, uh, maybe the 1990s or something. I'm not aware of it. Yeah, kind of flew under the radar. Well, I've read elements of it before, but while you guys were talking, I just happened to stumble on it, and uh, I'm going to download this document. Eh, it's about six, 558 pages. Let's go with that. Okay. 558 but, uh, pages? Yeah. Are you? Well, you're aware of MK Ultra, right? That's No. No? Oh that? man, are you? Uh, for anybody out there, you can Google MK Ultra and the CIA. Yeah. What I did read today, since you bring up the CIA, thank you for reminding me. Is that you might be interested in this? But um, RFK Jr. was doing an interview, and he said that his father, Bobby Kennedy, senior, mm -hmm. his father, his first, his his first reaction, his first belief was that the CIA was involved in the assassination of JFK. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, he said, he said that was, he remembers, that was his father's first inclination is to blame the CIA. Yeah, well, uh, do you remember his speech, I believe it was, right before he passed away, where it was talking about all the secret societies and everything 
You're talking okay. about JFK, right? Yeah. Obviously, they were both assassinated, him and RFK. Um, yeah, yeah. What a well, coincidence, huh? What a coincidence that was. Yeah, no, no, that was absolutely. Oh, because you know what he said? Um, Alan Dulles was, you know, the the king, one of the kingpins of the CIA. Well, he was the director, but um, he went to him after the failed Bay of Pigs invasion, and he was like, I'm going to smash the CIA into a thousand pieces. And he never got that opportunity. They took him out like right after his last speech uh, in 1963. Yeah. And uh, so was it, uh, do you, do you think there was any, in your opinion, do you think there was anything with the Vietnam war involved in that? Because obviously when LBJ took over, he escalated mm -hmm. that war pretty quickly. And there were some rumors that JFK was not going to escalate the war. That yeah, sure. It, it wouldn't have become the war it became if he had remained alive and present for five more years. So yeah, there could sure. be a lot I mean, of that involved also. The war machine, right? Yeah, yeah. LBJ was definitely – I. he had a lot to gain by him dying too. I'm not saying – I don't know. It's a, it's a <laughs> wishy-washy kind of secretive world out there. You know I mean? It's really easy. You know, people think, oh, no these conspiracies to for them to happen is so difficult because you have to keep so many people have to keep quiet and you have to have so many people on your side but it's really not because the inclination especially back then maybe not now but back then the inclination for american people is they would never think that their government could be involved in such a thing they didn't right. believe that in 1960 remember the the early 60s pre-Kennedy assassination, the 60s, the early 60s were basically the 50s, right? So an extension of the 50s. People did not believe mm -hmm. yet. They, they weren't cynical enough to believe yet that their government could be involved in such a thing. So it would actually have been a very easy thing to pull off yeah. back then. Not so easy now, but much easier back then, even though there are plenty of gullible, ignorant people now. But back then, there's no way Americans would ever believe that their government could be involved in assassinating yeah. their own president. Well, here's so, a quote, you know. here's a quote by Mark Twain. It's easier to fool people than it is to convince them that they have been fooled. That's a good one. I like that one. That's yeah. Twain, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. Of course yeah, it well, is. There's, there's yeah. no doubt about it. It's much easier. So, you know, look, even as, even if we just go back 21 years, 20 years to nine 11, for so many people, even with <laughs> this, this is the crazy thing, especially about the left, is that as much as they hated W, as much as they thought Dick Cheney was like Darth Vader, mm -hmm. they still <laughs> think there's no chance that they'd be involved in something like that, you know, and making yeah. making it happen for political purposes to get the president's approval from 31 to 90, right, almost overnight. So. That's just a coincidence that his approval went up 60 points overnight. It wasn't planned, of course. And still, that's only – that's 2001. And still, there are so many gullible people who mm -hmm. say, no, no, as much as we hate – and I've heard liberals say this. As much as we hated Cheney, no, he would never – you know, it's, it's just it – may, they, may, they make me laugh sometimes with their naivete. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing with uh... – with the COVID-19 and the shots and everything like that too. They're like, 
first of all, that didn't happen. And why would, you know, second of all, why would they ever do that? And I'm like, well, you need to get down to like what they want to do, man. The, the, haven't, haven't you been seeing uh, the evidence of they want, they want you uh, population reduction. They want you to kill your kids, right? What about Planned Parenthood? And then we'll do it for you and we'll make a profit off of it at the same time. It's a classic good and evil, man. It really As Bill is. said, follow the money. Follow the money. Well, it becomes more than money at after that. When when they have when when you have the the <laughs> the ability to just print as much money as you want, you know, I'm it goes to um, in zeros and ones, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, when you have that ability, what what's next? You want all the control. The control is the power piece. You know, you want the right. power. Yes. You know, af right. after after a, after so many billions, you know, you're just like whatever, man. This is just a form of control, and uh, they they want to kill you. What what is Bill Gates buying up all the all the farmland? He owns mm -hmm. like however much now and uh they want to starve us all out look at look at all these food plants going down you know look at all look oh there's another plant that's on fire oh there's another this there's another that there's another disaster yeah oh and another thing if chemtrails if you if you can't see it right now i don't know what to tell you man it's every single day you can go out there and see the streaks in the sky and i remember as a kid like those not being there and they're not using too much different planes right they're i not. remember people on the left there was a time it was like during the was it during yeah it might have been during the after bernie. this is what it was it was during the bernie sanders campaign of i think of 2016 where i had a lot of wacko democratic establishment people because i supported bernie sanders uh, and i might have been a little bit questioning of the fbi and cia they would always say yeah you probably believe in chemtrails too you wacko you probably yeah. believe that was their big thing oh you probably believe in chemtrails too <laughs> i'm like dude look outside look look with your own eyes they're they're not going away you, you know you see the other plane flying by that one dissipates, you know, that doesn't, that just sits there and lingers forever. And yeah, you, don't, like, don't plumpy. Don't believe what you see. Don't believe your yeah, lying eyes. What do you like, no, but believe what you see on TV and what the politicians tell you. That's the truth. Well, when anytime you say conspiracy theory, it just gets shut down. And then like they purposely create ones like flat earth theory to like make you look like, exactly. oh, you're probably one of those exactly. conspiracies. It's like, gaslighting. Somehow it's relate gaslighting. everything yeah. into it. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You know, or if you go a little deeper and say uh, Pizzagate was real, then they'll lump you in with the QAnon crew. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, of course. There's it's no doubt just about a it. Deference. It's a uh, here. Look this way, just like the magicians do. You know, like, hey, look over here. Well, I do something with my other hand, and they're who constantly. Said, yeah, who said ignorance is bliss? Does someone? Do you know? <laughs> somebody, some said guy that somewhere. Brilliant. Yeah. Someone had to start that, right? Ignorance is bliss. Whoever said that, the first person to have said that. It was a brilliant person because it is ignorance is absolute bliss. Oh, it yeah, must be such a wonderful world to live in, right? Yeah, that was probably ignorant. thousands of years ago. You know, some dude five thousand years. Oh, ignorance is bliss, dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> except they probably didn't say dude. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it was 5,000 years ago. Well, they would have said something. <laughs> hey, ignorance, brother. Ignorance hey. is bliss, sir. Sir. <laughs> That's ignorance what you would have bliss, said. brother. Brother. Yes, exactly. Slave. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, are, what other ones, you know? Yeah. Uh, son, daughter. <laughs> so are you excited about Tucker Carlson? Um, I just saw today uh, that he is doing something on Twitter. Yeah, he's gonna, he's, yeah basically, I think he's getting ready uh, in, in conjunction with Elon Musk to do his show on Twitter. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it'll be a whole new, it'll be a whole new Twitter. It'll be very different. So I okay. think this, this can get very exciting. What Twitter can become is very exciting. Okay, if it really does become the, speech, the free speech platform that Elon Musk says he wants it to become, it could be very interesting because you're going to see mm -hmm. all different kinds of shows, you know, on Twitter where people can say things like we're talking about here and not be canceled or fired or deleted. Right. You know, hey, Bobby Kennedy Jr., by the way, it just came up on my Twitter feed. He said this in my house. We watch the television news not to learn the truth. But to understand the official narrative, I love that. I think yeah. for those people out there, and I know many of them these days, including friends of mine who don't have television sets because they think it's all bullshit. Yeah, it is. But I think that's even what I do, basically. I want to know what the official narrative is. I want to well, know so what they're saying. So I know because then you know the actual truth right well you, you can see what the agenda is right now it's trans everything or it's like it was first it was like uh sexist then you're racist well maybe racist was first maybe sexist then little mix of the two and now it's like trans trans this trans that and uh <laughs> do we have to promote trans fat now is that a good fat now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So trans I, I, I fat know. is in, right? It's it's anti-trans to be against trans fat, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what uh, I'm guessing. I wanted that's... to say something inappropriate, but uh, I'm, oh, I'm just going to keep. Well, that this to is myself. the place. Yeah, <laughs> this no, is it's the place. A little, a little too more. But at two thirty at two thirty a.m. Central Time, <laughs> this is the place to do it. Yeah. Um, look up MK Ultra. I will. I'll look it up. I promise. I'll look more into it. It sounds like a, a beer. <laughs> it sounds like a beer, MK Ultra. It, it, it could be. That, that would be a nice little uh, humor piece. Open, yeah. and open a nice MK Ultra. Yeah. Forget, hey, forget that Bud Light. Open up a yeah. nice cold MK Ultra. Well, you know, uh, over at InfoWars, they do a cuck light. Have you seen that commercial? Oh, cuck light? No, I've never seen. That. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, <laughs> it actually, it actually has the guy from Budweiser doing it. Remember that other? Open up a can of cuck light, <laughs> and it's got. Uh, That's pretty funny. I like that. Cuck and it's light. got Carl the cuck and uh, Carl the cuck. That's Carl from, the cuck. I like. Yeah, that. if you you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name from Infowars. Owen Schroyer. That's who mm. Alex Jones uh, got on. He was the guy in like St. Minion. Uh, St. St. Paul? No. Minneapolis? No, Missouri. Oh, I don't know Missouri. St. 
I don't know. St. Louis. St. Louis. Louis. That's yes. what I was thinking of. Go. Okay. Well, he was from St. Louis and he was doing like, give me one thing about Trump, you know, and everybody that was like, Carl, the cuck just comes out. And then they were like, cause he's a white male. You're a white man. It's like, what the fuck? That was the first time that I had heard it too. You know, like, <laughs> That's pretty funny. But, uh, but then there, were, then they created a meme out of it, and then he obviously got hired on at uh, Infowars, and then. But anyway, Carl the Cuck, yeah, Cuck Light. I like that. But uh, I like way, MK MK Ultra better, man. Open up some MK Ultra. It, it does sound like a beer. I'm sorry, but I'll look it up. I will. Well, the, well, the M the K stand. It's just mind control. Oh, mind control, but it's it's K instead of C. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. they use okay. it. Same okay. same thing with, uh, have you seen Magic spelled with C-K? Yes, I have. C- yep. Well, yep. That, that's in relation to Aleister Crowley and, uh, ah, you know, his okay. perverted, twisted version of, you know, sex magic. Anything, I anything with the C-K, that's Aleister Crowley, extremely perverted, you know, what's up is really down and what's down is really up. Kind right. Of oh, that sounds cool. Okay. So just little tidbits, but I got to get some water here and I was going to go out for a smoke and then I'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back. I'm, I'm actually come back. The show is we're probably winding it down. There's one more thing I want to talk about, but definitely th- I want to thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Yeah, and yeah. in your next, maybe tomorrow night in your pee break, you can come on and listen and call yeah. in also. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll subscribe here. <laughs> All right. Subscribe to me and I'll subscribe to you. We'll do that. Right. We'll, we'll subscribe to each other. How about that? All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, well, Bumpy. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. All no right. problem. All right. Yeah, this is a good show. This is the show of pee breaks. That's interesting. That's interesting marketing. I got to talk to David Sachs. Maybe Elon Musk is interested in that. Maybe that's the kind of good PR campaign, the show of pee breaks. Um, well, whatever it is, doesn't matter. I welcome everybody. Uh, this one, this made me laugh. Oh, my God. This is hilarious. Is everyone ready? Want to have a good laugh at 1230 in the morning, Pacific, 330 a.m. Eastern, 230, where Plumpy is. So here, here, here's this. Gavin Newsom. I can't even read this without laughing. Gavin Newsom declines to back reparations checks, saying slavery is more than cash payments. Gavin Newsom pledges to advance systemic changes <laughs> instead of the $1.2 million. <laughs> so this is, this is such a fuck you. It's such a fuck you to the people. They've just dangled the carrot in front of them and said they're going to do this. So this is, oh my God. Gavin Newsom declined to endorse the cash payments, which could reach as high as $1.2 million for a single recipient, recommended by his reparations task force, telling Fox News Digital that dealing with the legacy of slavery is about much more than just cash payments. The reparations task force independent findings and recommendations are a milestone in our bipartisan effort to advance justice and promote healing. This has been an important process, and we should continue to work as a nation to reconcile our original sin of slavery and understand how that blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, fuck you, black people. You ain't getting any money. (laughs) This is just the best. This is exactly what is going to happen everywhere. Well, why? Here. Yeah, I'll give you two major reasons. One is it would never stand up in a court of law because it's racist to give one group money. How about that? You give one group money 
and no other group. That's considered racism. Does that make sense? I think it does. So it wouldn't even the Supreme Court, if it ever got there, would just shit on it totally. Number two is California can't afford this. It would have cost like eight hundred billion dollars. It would have been three times the annual budget for California, a state that's already broke. Like San Francisco, the city is broke. It's it's just it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Now, what can I say? The people who believed this was going to happen, they were waiting for their $1.2 million checks. Do you, are, they, are they dumb? Are they low IQ people? Um, do we feel bad for them, maybe, that the government was using them, that these politicians were, were using and abusing them? And then I wonder, what's the point? What was the point of all this? Why didn't Newsom continue to jerk them off through November of 2020? He could have, right? Why did he put a kibosh on it now? I don't, I'm trying, I always try to, once again, everyone knows what I believe of of the hair gel king of California. But the hair gel king of California, and I, I recently on Twitter, I put up photos of him next to Christian Bale from American Psycho, and they look exactly alike. A hair gel, everything is exactly the same. But aside from hating him so much and despising him with every fiber of my being, he's a, he's a, he's a, pol- a political entity. He's all about politics, right? And what's best for him politically. So I wonder what the angle is. What's the angle? And I'm, I have to figure it out that he didn't drag this out for another year and a half, which he very well could have. In other words, vote for Democrats next year. Vote for Joe again, and this can happen. Vote for Democrats. This can happen. Or if you vote for Republicans, it'll never happen. They could have dangled that carrot. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. Here it is. Okay, maybe I figured it out. Just It's amazing. This is like therapy. As I talk things out, I, I, I come up with revelations. Maybe it's that he's not running for president now. Maybe up until a week or two ago, he thought he might be running for president. And he wanted to be able to dangle this as governor of California, that he would do something like this. But now he's not running for president because Joe announced that he's running. And that's it. So now there is no political, there's no advantageousness politically that a word? I think it is. There's no political advantage to do this anymore for him, to carry this out, because he didn't give a fuck about Joe. He, he only cares about himself. So maybe that's, maybe I put my finger on it. I'm going to give myself a few thumbs up for that. Because before two weeks ago, before Joe Biden announced, Gavin Newsom was making it look like he was totally for this. He was 100% for this. And now he put the kibosh on it. Because he's no longer going to be a candidate this year, next year. And once again, proving that everything about Gavin Newsom is about what's best for him politically. He is a true scumbag. He is. He is the epitome of what people hate about politicians. I'll tell you this. Maybe I don't want to speak for everybody, but he's the epitome of what I hate. Well, I hate about politicians, people like him and Gavin Newsom, Light, Eric Swallows, they are what I hate about politics, what I hate about politicians, what I hate about these people who do everything for their own personal gain in life and don't care 
if it hurts or kills tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, but they don't care. They don't give a shit. They don't care. They only care about themselves. And so what you're seeing is with every little thing, with every little thing, money and power, you follow that through. Once again, Bill had said about follow the money, follow the power, follow whatever you might want to. It's power and money and, and dominance. Then you'll get the answer on a lot of things. You'll get the answer on a lot of things. There'll be no doubt to me that Gavin Newsom might reinvent this whole idea when it becomes politically advantageous again for him. But right now, it's not. And so he ended it. And all I can say is, I don't know if I feel bad for the black people who thought they were about to get a check in the mail for $1.2 million. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I feel bad. Because I think most of these people were just wanting free money. Wanted free money. That's all. Whether it's in the state or here in San Francisco, where they just simply want free checks. They don't want to just work. They want to say, oh, woe is us because of what happened 100, 200 years ago. Uh, I don't know if I can have any empathy for those people. I don't think I can have any empathy for those people. And they get what they deserve. And the Democrats once again prove that they just use them for political gain. For whenever they can, they use them for political gain. Then they drop them. Then later on, they pick them back up again, use them for political gain, drop them like like pawns. That's it. And don't ever do anything that's really good for them, like ending crime in big cities, right? Ending inner city crime. That would be good for black people. Democrats never do that. They make it worse. They make more crime in inner cities, right? So this is basically what it comes down to, is that the Democratic Party is constantly using African-Americans and minorities to get votes and to win elections. Then they do nothing for them. Not only do they not, it, it would be bad enough if they did nothing, but they do hurtful things. They, they do things that hurt these people. You hurt, they hurt the same people who vote them into office and these people continue to vote them into office. So no, I guess, once again, talking through this, I don't feel bad for them. They get what they deserve. They deserve their inner cities to be war zones. They deserve for their stores to have to close down and their cities to become Detroit because of crime and looting. They deserve all of it because they vote for it. There are plenty of people out there. Domestic said uh, almost two hours ago, an hour and 45 minutes ago, that it depends on who's running against people when it comes to an election. But there are always some good people who run against these bad people, and the good people lose. The people with the good ideas, who really want to help lower-income people and minorities, they lose. They lose in, de in Democrat cities. They're constantly losing. Case in point is a month and a half ago in Chicago when you had a guy who was running who was white against a black guy. And the white guy was for, was for uh, 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 you, you know, um, DAs that would prosecute criminals that was talking about how to really end crime in inner cities. And doing things that would help ease that problem. And then you have him running against a black guy who was defund the police. He was just 
defund the, in June of 2020, he was the head of the defund the police in Chicago, right? And talking about the same things that people like Dean Preston talk about here, coddle criminals, coddle, coddle violent teenagers, don't blame them. All this stuff that's only going to lead to more heartache and misery for the people who look like him, who have his skin color, and yet they vote for him. I, it's so hard to understand this. I don't get it. But this is what's happening, right? This is basically what's happening, is that these people continue to vote for people who harm them, don't help them. They dangle the carrot and they pull it away and then they they, they put them deeper and deeper into poverty and into violence. And I don't know if there's any end because these people are not seemingly, I'll say, not smart enough to know the way out. Or once again, like I said, when you're in a cult, when you're involved in a cult, it's really hard. It's really hard to see the true light. It's hard to see the right way when you're involved in this cult of party, This, in this case, the cult of Democrat. Where I mean, and it's obvious, you know, you talk to people in Chicago or New York and they say, I won't vote for a Republican. I won't vote for a Republican. It doesn't matter if that person is going to make their lives better. They're not going to vote for someone with a letter R next to their name. I don't get it. But to their misery, well, actually to all of our miseries, because I'm living here in San Francisco and I have to deal with it every day also. And you know what? We'll talk more tomorrow. I want to thank we had some really nice callers today. Plumpy, a new caller. Plumpy out of the Midwest, the Central Time Zone. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. And the usual callers and listeners, thank you very much. I do want to remind everyone that this show is titled And Let's Be Heard. And it airs weeknights, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern Time, sharp. I'm rarely more than 10 seconds off. I'm really professional about this. So which means I'll be right with you again uh, tomorrow night. But until then... This is Mike Cachopoli reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.